Hey, welcome to the Remo Tlale Life and Faith Podcast, a long-form podcast designed to help you thrive in your life as well as in your faith. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the podcast. What a privilege it is to have you uh, on the podcast. And um, if you're a little bit confused, this is the last Tuesday of September. Um, But because of some issues that we've had with some of the episodes going out and my own schedule, um, some of you might have noticed uh, last week's episode glitch. Um, Unfortunately, we are where we are. And so this week actually is going to be me. Which is not not the usual format of the podcast, and if you if you are new here, um, I actually come on every first Tuesday of the month. But this this month, in able in order to be able to kind of try and balance some things out, I will be coming on here and the last Tuesday of the previous month, which will technically serve as next week's Tuesday episode. Um, but literally just got done again today with another episode for next month and so grateful that people are still saying yes, guests are still saying yes, come onto the podcast and we've got some repeat offenders, we've got some brand new uh, guests as well um, and so hopefully you've been able to catch up, maybe you, you haven't and you had the time, you've had the time here now to to kind of catch up but please feel free to go back, listen to the different episodes Um a lot of just great content. Honestly, feel so blessed and grateful to be able to uh, run the podcast. And uh, someone recently uh, found the podcast and kind of uh, inboxed me on, on Instagram and uh, chatted to me a little bit and thought I did the podcast as my profession. And I thought, geez, maybe maybe one day I'll get to the point where I can uh, yeah, be on the podcast full time. Um, I don't know if I'd want to only do the podcast, but maybe that's something that's in the future. Who knows? Um, but yeah, grateful, grateful that you're here. Uh, today, honestly, I'm just going to chat through something that I am learning, uh, a season of learning that I've been going through. And uh, really, um, I don't want to shamelessly plug this, but I guess it is what it is. Uh, this is kind of the thoughts or uh, part summary of a sermon series that I've been able to preach in the church that I'm uh, employed at full time uh, in the ministry here in the city of Cape Town. Um and so you actually are able to listen to all four of these sermons um, online at, at uh, Cape Town Church of Christ YouTube page. Uh, the four sermons for four sermons are there. Um, but I wanted to talk through kind of a, a bit of a summary of what it is that I spoke through and, and really what it is I'm learning in this season of my life. Uh, hopefully in a way that is helpful to you. Um, and so, yeah, without further ado, let's dive into that. Hey, quick one, while you listen to this episode, I just want to remind you of a partnership with Good Cup. Good Cup is a South African female-owned coffee brand with a mission to provide good coffee while driving community engagement and service. Good Cup also provides coffee truck event services throughout the city of Johannesburg for special occasions. So if you are having a wedding, an event, or a conference that you require coffee for, please email them at goodcupbrand at gmail.com. And if you love coffee, like I do, uh, then the great news for you is that this partnership allows you to get a discount on any single Origin Coffee purchase that you make on their website. And all you have to do is type in the discount code code FAITH, F-A-I-T-H, FAITH, uh, on checkout and it will apply to your purchase. So please go check them out. We'll have links to the business on in the show notes. Enjoy the rest of the podcast. Okay, so 
The series was called Do You See It? And really we're trying to answer that question, um, looking at this idea of there is a new thing that God is doing, and do we see it? And the the theme passage was out of Isaiah chapter 50, uh, excuse me, Isaiah chapter 43, uh, verse 18 through to 21. And and, and, uh, you can read it for the correct context, but basically what it says is, forget the former things, do not dwell in the past See, I am making things new. Do you not perceive it? Now it springs up. Um, I am making a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Um, and the owls and the jackals uh, honor me because I give drink to my people, a people I have formed for myself to proclaim my praise. And this is really God speaking to his people, the Israelites, the Jewish people at the time, as stuck in captivity is where they were. Um and even as I say the word stuck, the more that I studied it out, uh, and I'll share a bit of where it came from as well, but the more that I studied out the passage, the more that I realized it's actually not stuck in captivity, they were in captivity. And the reason I say that is because actually some people enjoyed captivity. Uh, and I think that has some deep spiritual meaning, uh, even for us today, as we think about the world around us and we think about sin and how people are captive to sin. And then we can think about, oh, wait, people are captive to sin and other people were captive before and they would enjoy captivity. Maybe some people enjoy being captive to sin. Um, but that's not the point of today's conversation. Uh, but, but it's worth thinking about if you ever want to just, you know, meander down that path. But what it was, um, obviously, many of you know this on the podcast, but uh, my wife and I, Palesa, were able to move down to a new city. And as a result of being down here, as the dogs go crazy in the background here, um, as as a result of being down here, we were able to, you know, transition uh, my wife out of the ministry and me to stay in the full-time ministry. And then for... Um, us to be able to work still with young people, which is my passion, uh, something I have great zeal for, at least I think I have great zeal for it. Um, But then, uh, you know, we were in lockdown. And so it was this weird space of like, man, there's lockdown and I can't really be on campus, which is my usual go-to space to kind of uh, minister and reach and meet, meet new people. And yet somehow... Uh, I felt like, man, I just wanted something big. I wanted, I wanted God to do something awesome and epic and had been stuck in lockdown for a long time. And, and so I really started studying out this idea of a new thing and stumbled on Isaiah 43 and thought, sure, this is, this is it. Like, this is the big thing that God is doing. So I started studying out this passage, the, the, that passage, which ended up becoming a four-part sermon series. And I really took away four key thoughts. And I thought I would share the four key thoughts on this platform as well, because, um, Again, felt it, I found it very helpful. And so the first key thought is in the beginning of Isaiah chapter 43, um, the Bible says they forget the former things, do not dwell in the past. I think there is something so powerful about what God is doing in our lives, being almost somewhat invisible to us because we're stuck not seeing what it is that he's doing because we're stuck in the past. Right, that 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 this idea uh, of having a new thing or having the next awesome thing happen and spring up something that we can see and perceive and really enjoy, that it actually is happening. It's consistently happening, and I'll talk a little bit more about that in my second thought. But but I I don't see it because I I don't forget the past, and so I'd come from Johannesburg, which is an awesome city, great church up there that we got to be a part of and full time in the ministry there. Um, 
a very different group of, of, of students and, and people in the ministry. Um, and it's so easy for me to think back and think about the ways that I did things, to think back and think about the way that things happened, uh, the conversations that I had, the type of friendships that I had. And that can become the, the you know, the, the, the litmus test or the, the um, what's, the, what's this thing? That, that can kind of become the, ish, English, um, I'm looking for the word. But anyway, it can become the measuring stick. The yardstick is the word I'm looking for um, of what life should be like. And that's really not fair. But not only do I do that with situations and people, I do that with myself. Where what I've realized about myself is sometimes I can get so stuck in who I was or things that I've done that I don't see the future, that I don't see the better version of me, that I actually don't see my own growth, that people have to point out to me, hey, bro, you've grown. Hey, I see your humility or I see your patience or I see your kindness or I see your service. And I, I don't see it because I keep thinking about, oh, remember the time I did this or remember the way that I ha- handled that situation. And yet God, uh, in this passage, which I, which I thought was so powerful, he says, forget the former things. Do not dwell in the past. And again, there's a tension there because scripturally we call to remember Jesus and his sacrifice. We call to remember the answers. We remember, call to remember what God did. And this is across the, the, the idea of remembering is across the New and the Old Testament, right? But then there's also this thing that God is like, forget it, leave it there. And so somehow there's a tension where if it's going to hold us back, if it's going to make us stay where we were, I think God actually wants us to get out of it. And so the question that I had to ask myself, and which I would encourage you to ask yourself, is what are things that are keeping you back there? What are areas or or, or ways of thinking or, or perhaps even places that you are mentally, emotionally, spiritually stuck? And you're actually not stuck because you're stuck. You're stuck because you're not willing to say, you know what, that is behind me now. The way that you dealt with that relationship, the way you spoke to that person, the way that you viewed yourself, the things that you did in your former life, or even you had already become a Christian and you you kind of relapsed and fell into certain sins that you thought you'd never do again, whatever the case may be, but because you're living there, you actually aren't able to see what God is doing. You can't see the work that he is continuing to do with you, in you and around you. So I had to remember, I had to think about that for myself, and man, there was some Uh, I even shared it in the sermon. There was some forgiving of myself that I had to do, that I had to allow myself to say, man, you you really messed up there, Reems. (laughs) That was not cool, dude. But I forgive you and we we can move on. The second thing is found in the second section of this passage where God says now to the people, see, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? This idea of springs up, which is so fascinating to me, really denotes the idea Okay, now, wait, hold, hold on to your caps for this. It doesn't denote the idea of like a fire hydrant or like a, uh, you know, when these videos you see where you kind of, they poke the ground and poof, like water just comes flowing out. It actually denotes the idea of a growing herb or a plant. So it's that like quiet, gentle, patient, consistent growth over a long period of time that takes a little seed all the way to being a tree, right? And, 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 and then eventually a tree to being a fruit-bearing tree, which is like the even next level. But every day there's growth. Every day there's movement in the right direction. That's the springs up that God is talking about. And so the new thing that he's, he's talking about there, or the way that 
the Hebrew seems to write is not so much this massive like exodus out of captivity that, that I think a lot of the people would have been expecting and hoping and praying for, but rather this idea that every day he is working and it's quiet, it's slow, it's gentle, it's patient. But if you look back after a long se- season of six, seven, eight years, and I think I use some of those numbers because for us as young people, that can seem like forever where I speak to some people like, dude, I've been doing this life thing for 60 years and eight years is a blip in the radar. It's like, oh my goodness, God has been doing something new. God has been changing and shaping and forming me into something totally different. And yet I can miss it because I want the big thing. I want the Marvel, the Marvel level stuff, but really it's actually it's the small stuff. And so what I realize, and maybe you need to realize this as well, is a good practice to have is to slow down. And I, I don't know what your schedule is like, and we've spoken about practices on the podcast before, um, but, but I know for me, at least once a week, and I actually, one of my friends, it's so funny, while I was writing the sermon series and, and, and thinking about these things, one of my friends asked me, hey, do you still take a day off? I said, actually, I don't take a day off. He says, do you ever stop and just slow down and let God speak to you and sit in silence and solitude? And I said, actually, I, I haven't done that in a while. I said, dude, you should totally do that. And he said to me, what I used to do is I used to go sit in a coffee shop. He used to sit in a coffee shop every Monday for a couple of hours and, and he would just spend time with God, reading, writing, praying, thinking, whatever. And I thought, all right, I'm going to do that. And so now ever since then, and this has now been actually just over six weeks, I believe, uh, every Monday I go uh, for a number of hours and I sit and I read and I write and I contemplate and I sit in silence and solitude with God. I slow down enough, just enough to be able to perceive a little bit of, oh man, God is doing something new. And not just in me, as, as in I grow personally, but but with me, through me and around me. That even as I look at the, the, the people in my ministry, the men and the, the guys that I get to be involved with, even some of the women. Uh, but, but, but man, as I look at people, I can see, oh my goodness, this guy, where he, this guy was two weeks ago is not where he is now. And so maybe that's what it is for you is that, hey, every Saturday morning, I'm actually not going to do anything with the peeps. I'm not going to watch any sports. I'm not going to check my phone until 6 p.m. Six, until 6 p.m. From, you know, from 9 a.m. when I wake up till 12 p.m. That's a three hour gap. I'm just going to slow down. Maybe it's actually every day I'm going to slow down. And, and, and I know many people are into evening routines or morning routines, but maybe it's, man, every night I'm going to slow down enough to say, where's the growth? Did I see anything special today? I'm actually going to look for that stuff. You know, um, because I think we, we're so in a hustle culture, we're in a fast moving, fast paced life. We can find ourselves out of sorts in that way. But God doesn't stop there. He goes on to say he's making a way in the wilderness and rivers through the desert or uh, streams in the wasteland, depending on your version of the Bible there. Now, I know for most of us, because a lot of people who listen to this podcast listen to great music and a lot of great music is made by Maverick City. And so the moment I said, uh, you know, you know, this passage, and I read it out that he's, he's making rivers in the desert. Um, a lot of us sang uh, the Maverick City music song. I now need to make sure I know which song it is. But um, he's making a way in the wilderness, you know, uh, and rivers in the desert. I probably shouldn't sing on the podcast. This is going to go public. But there it is. That's a little bit. But but there can be this idea. Uh, and again, I, I there is so much to unpack in this passage that I don't didn't have time for in the sermon series, let alone here. But there is this idea that we are on a journey and that God is doing the new thing here and now, but it's also in the age to come. And there is this incredible tension, the same way that there's a tension between the forget and the remember. There's an incredible tension of realizing God's new thing is now, but it's also to come. 
And so the, the rivers and the desert and the streams and the wasteland is this idea on one hand that God, in the spaces that we're in, in the spaces through which we must travel, there will be sustenance. That he will provide what it is that we need for us to journey well. I think of the passage in Second Peter 1 verse 3 that says, He has given you everything we need for everything we need for life and godliness. Right? That 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 God has set us up for success. So as I journey, as I forget the things behind me and I look for what it is that God is doing in my life through slowing down, what I must realize is God is making it happen. And again, for me, I can get that upside down. I think there's both both and is so true. And I'm learning this in my own journey that the tension is real on a lot of things in the scriptures. But I can think I am making things happen. And the truth is, it's not like I, the level of work. And I've said this before on this podcast. I do 0.00001% of the work. God does all the heavy lifting. And he does that even in places like deserts that shouldn't have streams in them he is able to make it work. So even for someone like me, who honestly, many of you know my story, I was far from God, didn't know Jesus, grew up in church, but was nowhere near a Christian. Even for me, God says, I have a way for you to be radically changed and, and, and for you to be able to be saved. And, and, and after that, there is a way for you to repent of that sin. There is a way for you to be, be amazing. There's a way for you to live life well. And he has that way for me. And I, I get to live through that because of what God is doing. And I think that's just super encouraging because it can, it can sometimes feel like, man, this life thing is hard. Like, dude, I'm grinding, bro. Every day is a grind. Um, there are some people who listen to this podcast who've been on my case that, man, the, the podcast doesn't necessarily always come out at the same time every day, every week. Or, you know, some weeks have been rough. There have been weeks where I haven't even uh, been able to get to it on Tuesday. It comes out on a Wednesday. But, but that's how life works. And yet what God says is, don't worry, I'm taking care of things. And so as I journey, I need to embrace the here but not now situation that it is, but also realize God is doing the heavy lifting. And then lastly, and I think this is really one of the deep hopes for me on this podcast is he says that, that he is creating a people to proclaim his praise, a people that he has formed, a people that he has shaped. He's a, a group of people that he has taken care of. Uh, that's why the owl and the jackal kind of proclaim, no, the, the owl and the jackal, excuse me, honor him. And I think this idea of he's formed people, for me, I'm like, man, that's what I hope the podcast would be, right? That, that we would have a men and women who are thriving in life as well as in their faith as a result of so much more than just the podcast, but definitely within the podcast uh, boundaries and because of the, some, of the con- some of the conversations that we get to bring here and that what God says is, man, he is making those people that way. And I just say, man, I want to be a part of those people. I want to be part of people who are kingdom people. I want to be part of people who are trying to live for Christ, not for themselves. People who are dying to themselves daily. People who are patient and kind and loving and you know embodying what it is that the life of the age to come has that we, excuse me, can have today. And so I, 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 you know, got done with the sermon series. It was a great time. You know, those of you who know me know that I enjoy preaching. It's something I actually do enjoy doing. Um, but thought, sure, what a, what a great, um, what a great lesson learned for me. And hopefully for you, that the, the big amazing thing that God is doing, it's not far-fetched and these miracles, I'm not saying God doesn't do miracles. Again, there's tension everywhere in the scriptures. This is what I'm learning. But what I am saying is that, sure, I need to just actually be content and slow down enough to see the awesomeness that is currently happening. 
And I need to be able to do that by forgetting what's behind me, slowing down, and then seeing his people and enjoying them. And I, I'll close with this story because this maybe kind of helps to make my point. Uh, as part of the move down here, I get to work with a number of people. And one particular day, because people who listen to this podcast also are, some some of them are actually people that are in the ministry that I'm a part of, so I won't mention names or situations. But one day I was sitting in a group conversation, multiple people, not everybody there was a person of faith, actually. And I sat and I quietly listened to, as people spoke and I watched around me and I thought, this is what life is about. Life is not about the glitz and the glam. It's not about what is Instagrammable. It's not about what is, um, you know, and I'm not saying those things are wrong. If you know me, I like Instagram. I like the socials. I do I do what I can on those in those spaces. But what I am saying and what I want to encourage you with is that when you're able to slow down, you're able to enjoy the journey. And because we're on a journey, it's how we journey that matters. It's not the destination. And so as I sat and I watched all these different people have these different conversations about all sorts of things, I thought to myself, what a privilege it is that God is consistently at work and I get to see it. And so hopefully some of these thoughts help you to thrive, right? Because that's the goal of this podcast. So hopefully as you hear this, you can look in your life and that you'd be able to see Wow, God is doing a new thing. He is shaping and forming you and he is doing it today. And then I hope that you would be able to help someone else potentially see that and um, that you would thrive in life as well as in your faith. Thanks. Okay, quick one. Just want to come back and say thank you so much for listening to the podcast. You are greatly appreciated. I do want to ask if you are listening for the first time and haven't subscribed, please subscribe so that the, this podcast can come directly to you, whatever platform it is that you're listening to this on. And then if you haven't liked or reviewed, I know I recently tried to see how you do it on Spotify. I have no idea. If someone knows how to do it on Spotify, please let me know so I can tell people who've asked me about how to kind of rate and review the podcast on Spotify. Uh, but I know Apple Music, uh, it, it makes a big, big difference in, in people being able to find the podcast and being able to be helped by the content. So if you would be so kind as to just, you know, take the three seconds or five seconds out of your day just to rate it, give us, give it a number of stars and then to write a comment or so, I'd really appreciate it. And honestly, please be honest. I'd love for five stars. That would be awesome. Four stars, uh, you know, also pretty good. But if you feel like this is a two-star experience, please feel free to, you know, be honest about that. And then let me know why I would love to be able to try and make this podcast really good for you so that it can help you to thrive in life as well as in your faith. Uh, coming up this month, if if you're the person who likes to know what's coming up, we have some great conversations lined up, uh, some with some biblical teachers, um, at least a biblical teacher, I should say, um, a guy in the full-time ministry. Uh, we've got a conversation with someone who is a musician, also a minister, but also a musician, uh, and potentially some other ones that are in the pipeline as well. Um, but we're going to continue to fight to bring new episodes to you every week, every Tuesday. You can expect it to come in your inbox and um, hopefully and prayerfully you'll find it helpful in helping you thrive in life as well as in your faith. And then lastly, I know I asked this last month's episode, uh, but if you have any questions, if you have anything you want me to discuss on these once a month episodes, let me know. Uh, any questions about anything um, probably preferably around the idea of thriving life and in faith. But even if it's just to get to know me a little bit better, I'm happy to answer those. Um, and then if you do have any guest ideas or people that you would love to hear on the podcast, please also let me know. Anyway, 
peeps appreciate you listening have a good rest of your day cheers thank you for listening for more thought-provoking conversations subscribe to the Rima Klale Life and Faith podcast please like review and share so that we can continue to help others thrive in their life as well as in their faith